another episode of realities may vary the podcast it does whatever it wants because really nobody's paying us to do anything different that's cody goff i'm brian noonan do you have dandruff what are you picking off your grooming shirt? myself like an orangutan yep like an orange guten as i used to say when i was a child and didn't know that orangutan was a word Clever. i would just see it yes i didn't know what it was how are you uh i'm good you you look a little, a little lighter you look, I look uh, like different. You know, like you don't weigh as much. Uh, like maybe you lost a, uh, like maybe you lost some mass. Like uh, I don't know, it's uh, something different about you, Brian. Yeah, the uh, the era of the long hair is over. Ah. Over. I went. Uh, I got it. Well, after I shaved on the last podcast to raise money for uh, your winter hoot nanny. What was it called? Uh, Shididerod. Yeah, Shididerod. For uh, how did that go? By the way, went great. Raised hundreds of dollars. Oh, oh, wait, that wasn't last week. Oh, we didn't do a thing. Two last weeks ago, week. we didn't do a thing last week, which That's we'll right. get into in a few well, minutes. We'll get yeah. into that in a minute. But let's talk yeah, about yeah. your hair. All right. Well, the hair, the hair. I knew the hair was coming. You know, I'd been talking about it for a while that I was going to finally pull the trigger and cut the hair because uh, one, for a lot of reasons. One, it looked, it was getting, it was getting ridiculous. <sighs> but nobody would tell me. Like, I would ask Debbie and Molly, I go, I'm thinking of getting my hair cut. What do you think? Well, it's your hair, which should have been enough for me to know that, you know, they wanted me to get it cut. Um, but they wouldn't say anything. And I try, to, I try to impress on them, if I ask for your opinion, I want it. Mm. You know, if you just came up to me one day, man, man your hair looks like crap. It, that would be offensive. But if I say, what do you think? Give me your opinion. They would give me their, give me my, you know, I would hope. But anyway, so I kind of knew. And then once I shaved, I didn't like that there was so much on the side. It was insane. There was so much. And then the top was, because the top is kind of thinning a little bit, it would fall into like a middle part. And it just it just started looking dumb. Plus, I'm, I'm not a dirty hippie. I'm past the age of being a long hair, uh, a long hair guy, I guess. I didn't like the feeling of after all these years of not having hair, I didn't like the feeling of hair on my ears. And so as I, as the hair got longer and I tried to push it back so it wouldn't be on my ears, kind of looked like a mullet. Um, and there were days when I'd look and I'd go, Oh, that looks okay. But then there were a lot of days where I was like, I got to do something about it. So I, uh, I pulled the trigger. I made the appointment and went to, uh, went to the salon that you go to as well. I can't believe I'm saying salon, but I went and uh, I, I went in and I said, okay, I got to, it's over. I'm done with the long hair, but I don't know what to do. So here's what I don't like about my hair right now. And maybe you can figure it out. So I told him, and it's basically the same shape it was, but it's uh, easier to manage. It's shorter, but not short like I had it before. Mm -hmm. And now that I'm now I'm clean shaven and my hair is shorn and I went to school and one of the fourth graders who is the biggest or fifth graders rather, who's one of the biggest problems that I have to deal with. The kid is uh, the kid's been the kid's been a challenge since first grade. Um, this is how uh, this is how old I am. So he and another one, one of his troublemaking uh, cadre, they go, Mr. New, did you get your hair cut? And I went, I got them all cut. And you would have thought I asked them to solve for pie. They looked at me like they had no clue what I was talking about. I go, it's a joke. I got them all cut. And they still looked at me 
blank faced. Like they, they had absolutely zero idea of what was going on. So I just said, yeah, I got my haircut. And then he said, did you shave that uh, beard and mustache too? So I took my mask off and he's like, oh, you look 27. So now he's in my will. That's right. Now he's 27. my favorite kid. Now he's, he's my favorite kid of all time now. Wow. Said I look 27. I uh, I was gonna use the get all did you get them all you got a bunch of them I was gonna use that that joke in another uh, so I guess I'm old too yeah well it's it's a classic there's a reason it's a classic mm -hmm. so I but not to uh, what I've learned is not to current fifth graders it's not a classic mm. they have absolutely no clue what it uh, what it means mm. so uh, yeah so it's 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 back. It is the oldest dad joke ever, Mike. That's why, and I could be, well, I'm not the oldest dad ever, but, you know, it's just a, I figured it was a dumb joke for a fifth grader. I and still, they, they might laugh. Well, yeah, I still say you, uh, you spike it up. You do the Cody look. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not. Well, I mean, for it looks... now it's, for now it's, you know, I, one of the, uh, one of the male teachers today went noon and looking sharp today. Because he didn't see me yesterday when I debuted the new cut at school. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. A couple of the uh, lady teachers, very, very impressed with the new look. So. Can't yeah. turn it off. I can't. I'm musky. I'm spraying musk all over the place. I'm just pure sexuality walking mm. down the street. You're I'm like impregnating Elon. people just with a, a gaze. Yeah. I'm spraying my Elon musk. It's all electric. It's electric. It's electric. That's right. So yeah, so that's the that's the I'm back I'm back to almost pre-pandemic look. You know, Debbie was like, "Oh, you look much younger. I like it much better. Your face looks thinner." Blah 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 blah. blah. Which so, is different than the prepubescent look. Very different. Well, I am uh, you know, let's just say some things uh, are reminiscent of that. Mm. Some well, areas. We said it. <laughs> Uh, and here we are. Yeah, well, here I we you. are. I am, well, I'm listen, I had behind. To... Oh, I'm fully behind. I think it's a, a huge upgrade from that that hideous monstrosity that we had to all suffer for the last wow. several years. Uh, I wow. just, you know, it's I, you amazing. Know, I, you, you never asked for my opinion, Brian. Uh, so you know, I had no upper opportunities to tell you. Uh, wow. We've brought we've brought it up on here many times. Yeah, I know. You know the name of the podcast is misspelled in the graphic, right? Still? Well, <laughs> we're on the we subject of things that of things I that you did not say. You. Yeah, <laughs> things that you do not confront me about. All right. Oh, that was funny to me and me alone. Uh, well, no, listen. I know. Look sharp. Cheers to you. I just finished my Mountain Dew, so I can't really toast. But that's all right. Well, I'm because St. Patrick's Day is this week. I am going uh, for Guinness. Which is very exciting. Guinness, I hardly knew her. <laughs> wow, you are out of your mind tonight. I am. I'm always out of my mind. Dude, my, uh, I don't, re I really can't get into any details, but I will just okay. say my, my new job has me, at the end of the day, brain dead. Just straight brain dead. Really? It's just, it's, it's, it's energizing, it's challenging, it's rewarding. Uh, <laughs> I, it's I'm paying having, the mortgage. I think I'm paying. I think I'm enjoying it more than I am. Like I'm having more fun than I was in my last job. Nice. Uh, many days. Hey, and have like, you decided hey, what kind of boss you're going to be? That was, we were discussing that last time. Have you, have you been reading all sorts of leadership manuals, going to Ted talks, taking a master class? I'm getting there. I'm 
I'm getting there. Um, I don't know. I just kind of tell it like it is and ask people for their input. I mean, because I'm new, wow. you know, I've got right. the, it's easy being new somewhere. Cause you know, if you, you know, if people ask you, well, what do you think of like this person? I'll be like, I defer to this person. Cause I haven't met that person. You know, right. I don't know why we haven't worked together yet. Yeah. Right. Or like, I have an opinion about something, but I am happy to be proven wrong. Cause I've only been around <laughs> for three weeks. I don't know what's going on around now, here. So how long do you get away with that? You know, we, ha I don't know. And I, I thought about that a lot because Ed, uh, when I was at the global management consulting firm, we had this like VP of some global thing. Like she was like a big exec in our New York office. She like joined and immediately went on maternity leave. I think like, like the day <laughs> she started, it was kind of one of those, like, well, we want to make sure you're hired, but like, you can still do this. It was good. Okay. But I remember distinctly somebody commented because after she'd been at the company for at least, I think it was a full year. She will still like kick off meetings by saying like, you know, I'm just a new person here. I'm still figuring things out. And I feel like a year's no. a bit much. Yeah. If you're, I, I'd say a couple months, maybe six months tops. Yeah. Tops. So I, I but after a year, if you don't know what's going on, you really shouldn't be there. I'm going to say end of April. Like I can, I can okay. comfortably say it till the end of April. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm screwed. Right. Then you got to be the man. Then I gotta to be, be the, the man, man, you got to beat the man. Woo! Woo! Oh, sad news. Speaking of that, Scott Nash yeah. died today. Scott Hall. Scott Hall. Kevin Nash did not die. Scott Kevin Hall Nash died not. today. Yeah. 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 Sucks. Razor Ramon. Rip. Right on. Rip. Rest in power, brother. Yeah. Brother. Brother. But. In better news, uh, we fed a bunch of families for charity. Yes, let's it get was, back to the Chai Diderud. Yeah, I don't remember even exactly the dollar amount that my team raised, but it was upwards of 2000 I think it was close to three. And uh, it was great. I should I should find one picture to... You should find one picture to uh, share with uh, us. To share. And I know that my team shared lots of pictures. So I, <laughs> I, I just remembered. I took exactly one photo at the event. And because uh, you didn't I, want to be a basic bitch, uh, no, just because I just well, no, the photo was an action shot that I took specifically to send it to someone. Uh, <laughs> I will share that right now. So, Brian, if you want to full screen this, it's gonna be yeah, oh, wait, I gotta open it here. You'll get it, it once. Hang on, hang on, I gotta it's pull it up. Exciting. I can't wait. Here we go. Here, here's the here's the one picture of me from Shadidarod. This is very exciting. Fireball, and what's the other one? Uh, it's a beer. I think beer? it's a the I think it's a Miller High Life. Oh, mm -hmm. the champagne of beers. Yeah, it's a Miller High Life, but uh, you can see the koozie is like Alamo beer, I guess. Okay, it's what, whatever they drink in King of the Hill. Oh, yeah. Okay, you know because you guys about? were doing the King of the Hill. Was Fireball featured in King of the Hill? I don't remember. Fireball is not, but I, and hold on, but I'm looking have up, to have some I'm fireball. looking at my phone so I can log into Facebook so I can grab these photos. There's so much technology happening. It's Are you sure you were there? It looks like you were at a construction site or at a site of a, a pothole refilling. Doesn't yeah, put up though? a lot of your, put up a lot of your uh, personal information on there. Throw that up there too. Do I have Got anything with your bank account? Yeah. You, you hit some document. What, when? Right uh, two seconds ago. I don't remember doing that. Well, you may not remember that? it, but stop I'm sharing. telling you. We'll just stop yeah, that. Stop sharing. You know, uh, you know. <clears throat> I'm going to have to go back and edit that. What did I pull so up? 
Hold on, now I got a look. I don't know. Yeah, it was just some. It was only up there for a second. Yeah, no, but you know, really, hackers from the dark web could probably figure it all out. Right. Where is my downloads folder? Now there's a the whole it was thing. Your, was your mortgage bill? Mm. I don't all know right. It was. First of all, where's the picture I just downloaded? <laughs> is this your first day on a computer, Mom? This is a nightmare. This is a nightmare. <laughs> what? There's nothing else I could have pulled up. I don't so, even have any documents right. out here. Uh, okay. I'm. Am I wrong? I don't think so. Yes. No, no. something came up that um, was not a picture. The point is that yes, I... Yes, what's the point? You made a lot of money. You fed a lot of people. You drank beer and fireball. Now, did your uh, did you bring your uh, family with you to this? No, I did not. Oh. Uh, it, it was kind of an open block party, but um, I don't know. I just wanted to preserve the spirit of the Shididerod, which is uh, I kind of disappear somewhere and get super drunk and then stumble home. Um, it's a kind of fun story. So the uh, our team raised thirty eight hundred forty dollars for uh, the Shididerod Foundation, benefiting the Greater Chicago Food Depository, and, and we donated uh, our total gathered one hundred forty six point eight pounds of food. Wow, so, very about nice. four thousand bucks and one hundred forty uh, about one hundred fifty uh, pounds of food. Uh, it's pretty cool. <clears throat> Um, so I did a ride, the uh, overall event raised $106,000 nice. uh, to help solve food insecurity uh, in Chicago while staying safe. And uh, there are pictures. Is it solved? That, is the problem solved? I think it's pretty well solved. I'm about to Good. share a picture of King of the Hill from the judging. And I, I think this turned out pretty well. Oh, they am, judge the, there is a judging for the groups? So this is the really cool thing. Um so typically there's a bunch of different uh, categories of judging this year. They basically like, they have the judges kind of at a line. And at one point you could be part of the like block party parade where you would walk up and then do some kind of three to five minute skit or performance or routine <laughs> or dance routine, who knows in nice. front of the judges. I didn't see any of them except for ours. I will say there was one cart that the cart, the theme of the cart was Wordle. All right. So, Everyone on the team was wearing a white, a green, or a yellow shirt. And then their cart, actually, they built uh, basically like those spinny things, like like kebabs with okay. blocks on them, where they could spin and people could go up to the cart and actually guess the word. And they would spin the world to show oh, you hilarious. like what you were doing. So you can kind of play live. That's kind of fun. That was theirs. Um, ours was basically, we just acted like the characters from King of the Hill. And <laughs> I'm going to... Uh, and you're Boomhauer, correct? I was Boomhauer, yes. And here is that picture. <clears throat> Sorry, that took me a second to pull up, but I should be sharing my screen if you're able to pull that up. Boom. There it is. <laughs> so, yeah. And that uh, the, our, our team name is Six Pack Attack. So, uh, so that's what the trash bag says. It says something like, uh, uh, something something team six pack attack um and so for our performance this was actually an 11th hour thought by me so you know what happens during the king of the hill opening credits right i haven't seen it in a long time i know it goes in fast motion yeah exactly so it's them standing around drinking beer and i'm going to share this uh other image now they're standing around drinking beer you kind of have to have seen the show to understand this but they're standing around drinking beer and it's like a fast motion of everything happening around them. Right. 
So it's like really, really fast. A dump truck comes in and picks up the trash and drives away. But it, they it do it in like one second, right? And then like the car pulls up with Peggy and then she like gets out, gets something, gets back in, drives away. And then like a dog runs in and then like runs around everyone like four times. But they do it in like one second, right? Like it's it's like a yeah. fast. And those guys never move. And they never move, right? The joke is that like all this stuff is happening around them and people are moving couches and dogs are running in and out and, well, and the kids riding a bike, but they're just standing there drinking beer over and over yes. and the recycling bin gets fuller and fuller. So <clears throat> I thought, wouldn't it be funny? We had an extra teammate, Maria, who was playing Bobby. Bobby's okay. not really in the opening credits. He's not drinking, right? Bobby just right. does a couple other things. I was like, what if she just ran in and held up a picture of an object opening credits and then ran out and then kept doing that. So it was like a really, really low budget, super cheesy version of the opening credits. We're, we literally stood there and drank beer while she did this, like <laughs> ran in, held up a picture of a dump truck, ran out, right? Like it just did that. And I printed these on my computer. And uh, when I printed them, I did it in like low res where you could see the background of like, the like it looked like it was just ripped from the show, which it was. Okay. So sure that, like, well, right, that's her running in oh, her with the picture of the dump truck, and we're just standing there drinking beer <laughs> and not doing anything. <laughs> and we won a prize. Did you really? We actually so each of the bars traditionally on the pub crawl, where it usually is a pub crawl, each of the, the pubs or bars give out an award. We got the the like the best in show from Phyllis's. Really? Yeah. Congratulations. Phyllis, yeah, Phyllis's bar. So, and that's like the oldest bar that's been is uh, part of the Shididerod. So, um, we were extremely excited. Like I said, it was like very low budget and, and pretty silly, <laughs> but um, yeah, I was happy with it. So that's hilarious. Know, there's our little King of the Hill stardom. It's very, fun. very, very nice. Fun. Yeah. So, thank you for participating. I mean, Brian, you are responsible for. A huge amount of the funds raised. So, well, big no, shout I was out happy to, to do it, and as I'm finding out, everybody I know was happy that I did it. So that was, <laughs> you know, oh, they were really happy with the outcome of the vote. So, you know, there you go. And to be honest, I'm I was kind of done with it too, you know. So I was happy to do it and happy to help, yeah. and I'm glad it worked out. And so, what'd you get? What'd you win from Phyllis's? Just a bunch of beers. I think like a trophy or something. I mean, I, our team captain, Alicia, really drives it every year. She's just yeah. like on top of it and makes sure that the fundraising is always checking in with us. And she always gets the cart because you have to secure a cart from somewhere. Usually, oh, really? Yeah. You either buy it. You either borrow it from a store. Or you like find one in an alley. Wink, it's, wink. Because it's Chicago. Yeah. Um, no, but then. Or you then knock it, over a guy on Lower Wacker. Take yeah. his. I mean, oh man, I was on Lower Wacker. I was on Lower Lower Wacker a couple weeks ago. Why in God's name would you be on Lower Lower Wacker? Because I got panhandling, looking for rats. Toad. Toad. Mm -hmm. You got toad? Yeah, that was fun. Your family vehicle? Yeah. The family truck. Wait a minute. I know you're a suburbanite now, but you have really uh, you have really fallen away from your city roots. You where where did you park that you got towed? I parked in the exact same place. I have parked the last 12 times I've gone to Northwestern Memorial Hospital because I was going in for my endocrinology checkup. Okay. The last three times I went in for a checkup, I did that when my wife was pregnant and I would bring her downtown to, uh, to get, you know, her checkups or whatever I would park in there. There's a, there's that big park in the middle of the campus 
Yes. It's like the whole block is just green. Yes. Um, and right all around the park is street parking. You could okay. always park around the street. On okay, great. Avoid the fire hydrants. Call it a day. I've parked on every side of it. Okay. Well, I park on the south side of it, which okay. apparently, basically the entire block now is handicap parking. Ish. Now this is not Wait, only well, not. How is that ish? How can it be ish? Well, but almost the whole block is is okay. handicap parking. <clears throat> um, it is. Poor, like to say it's poorly marked is <laughs> is admitting that it's marked, which it really isn't. There's like there's a pole behind a tree where if you're driving, it's blocked by a tree, and if even if you stand on the road looking at it, the sign is facing the sidewalk, and it's okay. facing not the direction I was walking. So, and there were also tons of cars on that street. So I was, you know, like typically handicapped spots, there's maybe a couple more available than usual, but it was like still the only Not spot when you're going on the to a block. hospital. Yeah, I mean, sure. But I don't know. It, it was very stupid. It was very stupid. And I got oh, on my appointment no. and I looked around and And like, the thing is like, there's a parking meter. I used an app to park in the zone. I hit info on the zone. It doesn't say... Watch for oh, handicap no. signs. It doesn't that like that doesn't help, right? And then I went to the meter box to see how much the rate was before I opened the app, and the meter yeah. box doesn't say anything. When I took a picture of the parking zone, the sign, the handicap sign, isn't near that sign with the parking zone. Like, okay. I got out, I looked around, I didn't see any signs. I looked up, I saw a parking zone, whatever. Took a picture of it, started walking. You know, it went past the meter. It's like pay, blah blah blah. I'm like, no, I'll do it on my phone. I'm walking. Oh, I do it on my app. Uh, I well, I didn't do it on my app while I was walking. I did it in the app once I got to the doctor's office. Um, yeah, but there's like two yellow poles, and it's like don't park in between these two poles that like really are like they're like bent, and you can't see okay. the sign from the road. So anyway, then were you in between God, the yellow poles? I was apparently. Oh yeah. no. Yeah. So it was. Dude. It was fun. It was fun. I might. I would. I would contest it, but who knows? But man. If you are listening and you think the DMV is bad, uh, go to get your par your car uh, from lower no lower Wacker. There were seven people working, and there was one person in front of me, and I was there for thirty five minutes. That makes sense. Our good friend Max Armstrong wants to know if the Lincoln Park Pirates towed your car because that's a, a great old song by Steve Goodman, which oh, is now stuck in Max's head. I think it might have been. That's why. That's why when I got it, they were like, "Oh, you're here for your car." <laughs> that's right so what does it cost i i was only there once and it wasn't my car it was a friend of mine's car that mm. got towed uh and this was i think i was in my 20s so it's been a long time what is it what does it cost to get a car out of hawk i think it was 150 oh my god yeah yeah and of course since i paid since i had paid the chicago parking fees which are a total scam that was another like 30 oh. right for like an hour and a half of parking oh, so no that's close to two hundo it's fine can you contest that it wow. doesn't matter it's yes fine. you can't contest a ticket i might do that i don't know it's just well it was, wait did you get a ticket too uh there was a or ticket just... on the dashboard that oh I, so you did get one i mean I, well i don't know i don't think i have to pay anything on that oh yeah um, you do Hold oh, on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, let me get it. Hold on. Yeah, you can't. They're not going to let uh, tow your car and not give you a ticket where you have to pay more. It's probably going to be because if you were parked in a handicapped ah. spot, I'm guessing it's going to be at least 150. No, 
There's no way. There's not. You don't get your car towed and then pay $150 yes. to get it and then yeah. pay a ticket. That's yeah, insane. Yeah, you broke the law. They, they towed your car, and now you're going to have to pay up. The city's not letting you skate. Are you insane? There's absolutely no way you're getting out of, out of this. It's going to be you parked in a handicap zone. Uh, you parked between bent yellow poles. There's going to be something on there. It says disabled parking. Yeah, so you were in disabled parking. What's that cost you? Two fifty, maybe. This says two hundred fifty dollars. Two fifty, another two fifty. I'm not gonna pay four hundred dollars for this. This is bullshit. No, you you really have to go. No, now you have to contest it. You have all the pictures. You're gonna have to go to court. You're gonna have to fight the man. Well, I don't have any pictures. I thought you said you took pictures of the signs and stuff. I took one picture of the sign that said where the parking zone was. No, you got to go back. Now you got to go back. You need pictures of <sighs> need pictures of how it's facing this, not facing the street, how it's far away. You need a picture of the uh, the bay that doesn't say anything about handicapped parking. You need all that evidence. Listen, I'm no attorney, but I play one on our podcast. So how? What are they going to do if I don't pay this? Well, they'll hunt you down and boot your car. If you ever take it back into the city oh well pfft. well it'll be on your record that's fine. they may they may issue a warrant for your arrest for outstanding parking ticket one then if you ever get stopped well it's a big one i don't know if you know this you parked in a disabled uh can't do that you could all other kinds of traffic things you can get away with they're going to crack down on you uh parking in a handicap spot or disabled <sighs> parking too fitty Plus 150 for the tow. And God only knows what they did in your car while they had it down in lower, lower whacker. All right. Well, have you, ever seen, gonna... have you ever seen that movie, The Other Guys with Will Ferrell mm, and um, mm -mm. Mark Wahlberg? It's hilarious. But uh, watch it for a scene where Will Ferrell's Prius gets stolen, then found. And the cops are describing what the homeless guys did in his car. Do <laughs> what if what if uh, I don't what if I sell my car? Yeah. What if you sell your car? That was it. Well, then, yeah, then that's fine. Then it'll be registered to somebody else. They won't know. So they right? can drive it. Well, no, they can drive it wherever they want, but it'll still be on. They gave a ticket to a car that you owned, so they know you had the car. They know it's your car. They know where you live. They can run the plates. I've seen enough procedurals. This is right. This is right out of Law and Order. This is a, this is this is Cop Show 101. They got your plates. They if got the your name. Not paid within 25 days. A late payment penalty that may be equal in amount to the fine will be due. Nice. That's five hundo. Uh, you should you try. You should try to run it up as high as you can. Okay. Yeah, and Max says that when they hook your car, how do they treat it? I'm sure they kid gloves. Oh I'm God. sure the Subaru was was treated like oh it was their God. own vehicle. Oh my God. How hard <laughs> is it to contest it? Does how do people ever win? Yeah, you can win if you have evidence. Make a PowerPoint. You know, in great Chicago. Google slides. Go in there. there uh, your honor, look at this. Because <clears throat> it should say on it should say on your ticket that you can contest it. And go to ah, court. The, the most frequently contested parking tickets were issued for violations like expired meters, no parking permits, no, no parking, no parking zones. Uh, people won most often 71% of the time fighting expired meter tickets. Yeah. They lost with red light and speed violations. Yeah. I've never won a speed. Uh, I've never won a speed ticket con contesting, contesting it, but I have 
trying to think. There was something that I battled. Uh, I think it was a red light camera thing or a speed camera, one of those speed camera deals. Wait a second. I have seven days from the date of issuance to contest the ticket. Right. It's been more than seven days. Then you are a screwed. Should have read that ticket, Cody. I. Why would you get, why would you have to pay a ticket on top of getting towed? That makes no because sense. Because you broke a law and part of your punishment was they towed your car. I, but that I doesn't mean that's ticket, the only and punishment. And I showed it to the guy and the guy was, I was like, am I all set? And he's like, yeah. So I just kept it. I you trusted a guy who lives like a mole man taking stolen cars off the street? You trusted him to give you legal advice? And this you're mocking my legal advice? This is such a scam. This is of such a scam. Of course it is. I literally didn't even do anything wrong that was easy to understand that I was like, <laughs> it's like. It's, I didn't do anything wrong that was easy to understand. I did something wrong that was very complicated. This is extremely it was stupid. very It was very hard to do what I did. Scam. How do we vote out the, the city? city of Chicago government? How do we vote out laws? The entire government. Well, you're not a, you don't have a say in Chicago government anymore. That's my job. Uh, wow. This is, uh, this is horrific. And um, now that, now, well, now you can't contest it. Well, I'll try. Um, you can try. You could hire a lawyer, but that's Marta gonna cost said you there's more a than parking the meter ferry dude heard on overnight or somewhere uh, that contacts him. Maybe I'll have some details. I, don't know. I might have to get Karen involved. I might give her a call. Wow. Yeah. I will call Boy. a high power attorney. To, I, really? On principle, I am not. I'm not paying this. I'm just letting you know. Whether on principle or legally, I'm absolutely not paying this because it's it's not right. It's unjust. I have been violated. There were plenty of parking well, spots, both when I parked and when I uh, got to my empty spot. Uh, it was not not even not even not clearly marked, but not clearly marked and formerly not even a handicapped parking zone like for years. Right. Like I've I've been to this place many times. I've driven many times. You don't just like suddenly make a thing into a new zone and then not clearly mark it. <laughs> and then like hide a sign between behind a tree or only have it accessible. Like of like it does not have made sense. None I think in sense. front of the judge, you throw this little uh, child hiss hissy fit and then starting to hold your breath, stamp your feet, hold your breath. All right. They can share. They change parking, they change parking stuff all the time. That's dumb. Well, it may in fact be dumb, but that does ignorance of the law is no, uh, no excuse. They cannot hold my tax refund for not paying a ticket. Listen, Mike is just try, uh, Mike's churning. Mike's churning up trouble here. If they try, I'm going to stop paying Illinois taxes. Then what? <laughs> I don't know. It was all like, going to Madigan before anyway. It doesn't matter. How do you like prison food? Yeah. Wow, that sucks. And it just keep the more you talk about it, the worse it's getting. I'm in an extremely bad mood now. So I don't blame cool. you. That's yeah. yeah. Oh, I didn't hear this story before. I'm glad I didn't. It's coming at me fresh. I mean, I'm glad that now I know. Did I apparently, I mean, yeah, I'm yeah, glad I know that I should deal with it because I should. Uh, I'm not glad about any of the details. This is like totally. No. Well, standing on a crosswalk is $60. Come on. So many people need to get that ticket. Why don't they standing, get that ticket? Wait, standing in a crosswalk is $60? Yeah. Park or standing in a crosswalk? Oh, standing. I think that means st the car standing. The car, the yeah, yeah. Wouldn't it be nice if they ever enforced that? How many times have I as a pedestrian? 
what, how many years? 13 years I lived in this city. The 14, 14 to 15 years. That, I read, why would I not read the ticket? <laughs> because oh, none of it Cindy, is legible. None Cindy. of this ticket is legible, Cindy. I tried. I looked at it. I saw I saw a bunch of scribbles. There's nothing clear about this. Is there like, a check in the box that says disabled parking? There's a tiny, like, pencil That's... dot. I had to look for it. It's yeah, like well. not, like, I looked at the top half. It had, just has my car info and a signature. That's all it has. And then under that, it looked like there was nothing until I looked very closely at it. But I did look at it and I was like, okay, none of this means anything. It's like, yeah, I don't know. Oh, it all um, means something. There are no F-bombs coming yet. All right, I'm gonna click you never know, Adam. It's early. Click on this link. That's, uh, yeah. yeah, click on the link that Mike sent. See what it is. Oh my God. Mike's trying to get us, uh, trying to get everybody uh, um, all worked up. It to stop taking overdue fines out of income tax refunds for lower income taxpayers due to pandemic. Well, I don't know <laughs> that any of that applies to me. Um, yeah, family wow. or must earn more, no more than a lot less than I earn. So, uh, yeah, you're listen, you're a rich white guy. They're coming after this you. Is, they they want to take your car. You're driving a, a safe family, a sensible station wagon. Uh, they knew you were from the suburbs and they just zoned in on you. Is it a carbonless copy? There's one way yeah. of getting out there making it to see you cannot read it. Uh, yeah, that's a carbonless ticket. That's a, just a parking ticket. So it doesn't come from a book. They just. Yeah, it's one of these deals, one of the orange deals. Yeah, the orange deals. Yeah. I would like to bring it and be like, yeah, I don't know what this means. Okay. Yeah, because wow. no, you literally, you literally can't see it. Uh, so had I ever had I known that no, thanks, uh, that fine. mentioning lower whacker was going to turn into this, but I'm glad it did. This is well, it's horrifying that you're an intelligent man and you thought that you were getting towed, but you still weren't going to get a ticket. No one, no one, like yeah, I like the I like, yeah. So what did you did you have to pay in cash? Yep. Would, no, I, I you know what there were signs take everywhere. Cards down there, signs everywhere said you got to pay in cash, but I paid with a card. Now I don't know if they take credit cards. I only had my debit card with me. Um, so I paid with that, uh, thankfully, because my wife had needed to borrow either my, yeah, my credit card. Uh, yeah, did not, did not, uh, and I didn't think of that, right? I just got to the, I, I, to be, you know, on the bright side, I walked. Cindy, don't, place. Cindy, don't apologize. He should have read the ticket. I did read the ticket. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> so, you, oh, well, maybe they take a debit card because the money comes right out. They know the money's there. It's not like a credit card where you can stop payment. That's what you I'm know, saying. A debit, I, a debit yeah. card, they just they know they got the money. That's what I'm saying. Maybe oh, dude. I mean, maybe I just send it back. Right? <laughs> this is an envelope, right? Like, like maybe I just literally Yeah, you just send it like, back with a check for 250 in it and everything will be fine. No, send it back with nothing because there's no violation code on here. I, I put a sticky note, I say, I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> How about I do that? Yeah, do that. That would be I'd love to hear what happens if you do that. I don't know what you want from me. <laughs> this seems like a you problem, not a me problem. And send it back and see what they say. There has to be something written on there. I'm not I'm not saying that they wrote it big or legible, but I'm betting it's written on there if you it's look if you look close. Not a whole lot. Um oh dude, that's horrible. No one should have to like what is <sighs> How did you did you think your car had been stolen? How do you know that it's how do you know that it's towed and not stolen? My first thought would have been somebody took it. I didn't know. I I well, I walked up and down the block a couple of times, and I'm like, okay, it's gone, clearly. And then after 
like the third time I walked, I saw the handicap sign for the oh. first time. That's how poorly displayed it is. Like it's you can't oh. see it. It's not it 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 like you I cannot emphasize enough. I can't emphasize enough how you well how, then that's what you need. That's well, I don't think you can contest it anymore. But that would be what you would need to contest it. Go and take pictures of that from where you were parked and all those signs. But again, it's been more than seven days. So I don't think they're going to let you do it. I mean, that was sort of what, what a random website said. That could have been outdated. That was just like a random article. I don't know. Oh, it doesn't say on the ticket. It should say on the ticket exactly what you oh, can do. Oh, this is actually from 2019. What it is should it say your options right on the ticket. It doesn't tell you you can even contest it. Look, that was the first thing I did. Um, oh, it just says online you can submit hearing request via city's website and follow the there instructions. you go it doesn't give you a time frame all right well all right well yeah of course i'm so, gonna go now and it's gonna say you have to have done it in seven no days. you're gonna go you're gonna be all set you're gonna you're gonna submit a request then you're gonna go downtown you're gonna take a bunch of pictures of that parking spot you're gonna go in with so much evidence the judge is just gonna go forget it just go here's your 150 back yeah um here's everything just Take off. We don't. Want I didn't even care. I didn't anymore. even care. Honestly, to take the hundred fifty. I, I literally at this point, but I'm not paying an extra two fifty on top of it. Like I think you in, are. In what? Like, are, are we in Russia? Is this so? Is this Russia? Are we Russian? Is that how we run our cities? Is well, Vladimir Putin well running the city of Chicago parking department? I is that the name of Lori Vladimir Putin Lightfoot? How does Lori Lightfoot like being the first? Uh, Female minority Russian uh, LGBT mayor of Chicago. I didn't know she, that feel Russian... five, she feels 500 bucks richer because you uh, went downtown and parked in the wrong spot. Yeah. All right. Cody, Very we cool. are a society of laws. Oh, yeah. I know in your generation, we are a society. Uh, you may not believe this, hmm. but uh, we are a society of laws. Now, most people choose not to obey those laws, but I am a law and order candidate. Hmm. I believe if you uh, break the law, you should be punished. Hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, you know, I don't want to see it happen to you, but you broke the law. You, you decided to disregard poorly placed and ill-lettered signs that would have warned you off parking your car there, and so you did it. And now you have to, you know, you either have to fight the power or you have to bend over. So what are you going to do? You're going to bend over and take it, or are you going to stand up, man up? And go down, take some pictures, and fight this. I'm gonna go Ukraine on this uh, on this judgment right here. Nice. Um, judge, uh, link was just sent by uh, Marta about uh, how. Now this is from a year ago, also, but uh, court ruling allows Chicago to double amount for parking tickets and fines. Yeah. Uh, but a lawyer was suing Chicago uh, on it, uh, arguing that the cost of the ticket um, could soon double, and that's not good. Uh, Illinois law is supposed to protect motorists from excessive fines or tickets for non-moving violations. Hmm. Yeah, I would say $400 is pretty darn excessive. Well, the fine is only, the fine on the ticket's only $250. The plus towing fee. Tow. The, well, the towing fee is 150. That's plus different. I was They're gonna paying, look at it different. I was paying for parking the whole time, so that's another, <laughs> you know, however much. I mean, it's, and you know it's, what's hilarious? Somebody took that spot where your car was. Oh yeah. When you came out, was was there a car with a handicap sticker in your old spot? 
No, there was a car with its hazards on in my old spot and the driver sitting in the in the driver's seat. <laughs> the car behind it, I did see a handicap sticker. No oh. other car on the block did I see a handicap sticker. It's wow. tremendous. Tremendous. You, you gotta fight this. I wanna, I wanna, we all want you to go to court. All right. And we want you to, to we want you to uh, dog day after you're out of order and you're out of all the, uh, you know, that Al Pacino movie and justice for all and you're out of order. I'm going to and Chicago. then throw your, throw your files up in the air. Like you just don't care. Do it. Fight I, uh, the power. The, you uh, got to fight the power. Here we go. Here we go. Finance. Fight the power that be. Parking. Finance. Contested ticket. Boom. I'm on their website. Submit a hearing request online. Do it. Finance. Get started online. Let's put in a ticket number. What's the over-under on whether it's expired? No, you I mean, gonna, whether I'm allowed to do this. Doesn't say anything in there like you have to do this between uh, at a certain time. You're all right? It doesn't have that on there? Let's do it. Here we go. Right. This is very exciting. Cody, ready to fight the man. The, the only thing, uh, check to contest. All right, we're going to try this. Yeah, do it. Contest it. Um, the Six only seven. the only thing, this is riveting. This is totally riveting. Uh, ticket well, amount, 800 I'm going to put $2,500. Why would you do that? Because it feels like $2,500. Method of contest, correspondence or in person? Oh, do you want to go to court or do you just want to send all the information? Now, if you're, if you're going to do it by correspondence, you've got to go take pictures. You've got to have pictures. Oh, wait. The virtual Ooh. hearing contest method is not provided until registered owner data is received from the Secretary of State. Because I've got correspondence or in person, okay. but it doesn't give me virtual hearing. Okay. All right. What do we, what do we think? Maybe your stuff's not in there yet. Hmm. Could be is a backlog. Contest a ticket, Chicago in person or a correspondence. Here we go. Google. If you want to challenge, he believes it's best to state your case in person at a hearing oh, yeah. rather by mail. It's more informal and you're able to have a discussion with the hearing officer. All right. This is what CBS News okay. says. Oh, the, right. the hearing officer will call you after you send all your stuff in by mail? I don't know. Is that what the, you just said? Is that what you just read to me? Uh, what... Uh, if you want to challenge, uh, bring evidence. Uh, no, what this would the uh, CBS Chicago says, if you want to challenge a parking ticket, this person believes it's best to state your case in person at a hearing rather than by mail. It's more informal and you're able to have a discussion with the hearing officer, bring evidence like pictures, receipts, and other documents yes. to prove your case. Common problems for drivers are parking signs that are so badly faded. It's unclear when parking is allowed on certain streets. What kind of sign is that that has no lettering? I would take a photograph and say, Your Honor, where's the sign? The sign says nothing. It's blank. There you go. That's your. That's the thing. Request an in-person. Go down. Go back down there and take so many pictures that they can't believe that your last name isn't Kodak. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. go in. Go in with a stack. Go with a giant manila folder full of uh, photos and documents. Bring your son. Make him cry. Like Stick him with a pin so he's crying the whole time. I still want the virtual hearing request, but it says that's not provided until registered owner data is received from the Secretary of State. So, like, well, maybe, maybe, maybe if you request an in-person hearing, 
they send everything down and then they give you the option of uh, doing a virtual hearing. No, because when I said continue, it was like, no, you got to like, I agree that uh, it, it's basically you check this box. Here, I'll read it to you. I'll read what it said. This is extremely riveting. Screen so share. If, it. if I go to <laughs> I'm not doing that. So this says, I certify I am the owner or lessee of the cited vehicle and I'm authorized to request a hearing. And then it says, yes, in-person hearing request. I understand that this is a formal request to contest the violation through an in-person hearing before an administrative law judge pursuant to the, some code. Blah, blah, blah. I understand I'll be notified of a hearing date and must be prepared to present any supporting evidence and arguing at the in-person hearing. I understand I'll receive a written decision from the administrative law judge at the end of the hearing. Then below that, it's like virtual hearing request. I understand that this is a formal request to contest the violation through a virtual hearing before an administrative law judge. So there's a there's a phone number I can call. I will call the city of Chicago's ticket helpline, which exists ah, good luck. specifically to extort people. Uh, and uh, I will call them tomorrow and ask how I can get a virtual hearing. All right, but then you got to have your got to have your stuff ready. Got to have them ticket the pictures ready. The, see, the only silver lining in any of this is that uh, at least I got free babysitting last week. And I didn't have to that's pay true. That. You did. You did get free babysitting. It was, uh, I, so Cody, uh, Cody had asked, we had, we had offered my lovely wife and myself had offered to watch Cody and his lovely bride's child many times because the child is good natured. If the child was, uh, a demon spawn, I would not have offered to babysit ever. So last week you last week was, if there had been a week, to not ask us to do something, it would have been last week just because last week was so insane here. But we'll get to that. But Cody asked me on Monday, hey, uh, be careful what you wish for. Any chance you can watch the baby on uh, Friday overnight? And it was the overnight part that made us a little nervous at first. We're like, oh, man, overnight. Because... Now, your son has been to our house before, and I've met him many times. And like I said, very good-natured kid. Seems easy to be around. But you never know with an overnight. And quite frankly, it's been 24 years since I've changed a diaper. Um, I enjoy seeing toddlers and having them around, but uh, having to worry if, they're, you know, if they live or not has not been a thing for a long time. But then we... We, we, Debbie and I talked about it and we we're like, yeah, okay. Plus it seemed really weird to me because you and uh, your wife were going out, but you didn't seem any, like every time I asked about the time, you didn't seem to be in any hurry to really go. It wasn't like we have a dinner and we have this. And so we drop him off, you know, cause I said, oh, well, I get home. I had a, an appointment after school. I said, I'll get home about, you know, five so you can bring them anytime oh yeah maybe we'll bring them you know 6 30 so we don't and i'm like where are they going that they don't really need to drop the do they even need to drop the baby off are they just tired and want a night away so they're gonna drop them at the house and then go home <laughs> but um so friday comes and debbie's smart because we don't have a lot of uh baby stuff anymore you know we have some books but 
you know, and your son likes to hear stories, but he's also a kid. He wants to do some stuff. And I was having trouble nailing down anything from you. I asked a million times what he eats. I asked what, uh, what we needed. And you were very vague. Again, to the point where I thought for a while you may be abandoning him and I was going to have to take him to a firehouse. I said he would eat anything. That's that's vague. yeah, but see, that's that's too vague. He'll eat anything. Really? I could take him to get a Polish with extra grilled onions. I don't I don't yes. think toddlers would eat that. He will eat literally anything. But I probably should have given you some stuff that I know he likes just in case he decided that the day to be he a little a year, finicky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, of course, the one day I leave him with he's finicky. But well, because the one time, one time we were with him, he ate buffalo chicken dip like it contained the cure to all uh, the world's illnesses. The next time we had buffalo chicken dip, he didn't want anything to do with it. Yeah. So he's an enigma. This kid, you never know. You never know with him what's going on. Yeah. So you guys brought him over. He was dressed to the nines, which I thought was I thought was very nice. But I'm like. Wow, this seems a little fancy. He looked very, he looked very nice. And he was, when he came in, he was, you know, a very normal one and a half year old. It took him a minute. Then he was like, oh yeah, I've been here before. Then he saw the dogs and he was like, ah, woof, woof. And he went right over and he was fine. And you guys had brought dinner, which was very nice. And so everything, and then, um, you know, again, I was like, where are they going that they don't have to leave? This seems, you know, if you had just wanted to come for dinner, that would have been fine. But it didn't seem like you had anywhere to go. Mm. But then your wife was like, well, I'm going to go put his pajamas on. And he came down and he was, oh, he was fascinated with the dogs. And I started to say about Debbie, she had said, we should get something for the house. You know, that way when he's coming over. So we got this big thing of Duplo blocks. And I found these uh, textured balls that uh, one looks like a jack and they had grooves. So it was easy to hold and throw. Um, so then you guys may, you were ready finally to go. I don't know where you were going. Uh, clubbing. I heard, mm -hmm. and I want to get into what, how that goes, but um, you made the, you made the mistake every new parent makes and it's okay. This is not a criticism because we made it too, where you linger a little too long with the goodbye. Mm -hmm. And then the child realizes that he's being abandoned. And that's when that, cause you were kind of out the door and he started to cry a little. And then your wife came back and gave him a big hug. And I'm like, I'm thinking just go. But, yeah, no. but again, every parent does that. That's uh, That's not you. Yeah. The prolonged goodbye is bad. You got to just, you know, we were trying to distract him and we wanted you guys to just slip away. But I will say this, you guys left. He cried for maybe 17 seconds. <laughs> Because Debbie picked him up, I went and got this bag of balls, and he was like, ball, and that was it. <laughs> he was, man, he didn't even know he had parents. A couple times he did say mama and dada, but uh, we said they left. They're, they're gone. They're, I, don't know, I don't know when they're coming back. Um, <laughs> so he was, and like he had looked tired while you guys were there. Once he got his jammies on, he was revved up. He got a second wind for a little bit and he would pet the dog. Then he'd uh, get the ball and he'd throw it. And our one dog Lawson, who got along with him with your son. Great. Except Lawson is the most jealous dog. And he treated your son the same way he treats when Walter comes over and gets petted or when Gidget, the other dog comes over, he tries to get between them. And so when we were playing with the ball with your son, 
Lawson would run over. Once your son would throw the ball, Lawson would run and get it and then bring it back. And so we kept telling you, say no, Lawson, no. And so <laughs> Lawson would get the ball. Your son would go, no. And then, but he wouldn't like go try to get the ball from him. He just, no. And then he'd get another ball and he'd throw it. And then we'd switch out. And he was, he was playing. And then he started to look tired. So we did, you, you guys always say, give him, you give, give him some milk before bed. So he knows that it's very Pavlovian. It was fantastic because Debbie's like, all right, we're going to read him a story. I was like, great. So he sits on my lap in the big chair and Debbie comes out with the milk and he's like, ah, you know, we only put a tiny bit of brandy in it. Just a little, mm -hmm. yeah. just enough to not enough to knock him out. Just enough to make him sluggish. Sure. Uh, and he starts drinking the milk and I pick one of the books you guys brought. And I made the mistake of picking a book that had every story had some sort of vehicle in it. And oh, no. Oh, your son, no. Your son loves vehicles because they're either all a bus or a car. Everything's a bus. And I'm reading this story and I could feel him. You know, you know what a kid is just about to go to sleep. He's just his whole body's relaxed. And I turned the page, bus? And I was like, so finally I go, I got to have a book without a bus. I, I got it. We got to read something. I can't read any more books with the bus. So I had never heard of this Dr. Seuss book, the sleep book. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Well, you know, I'm a good reader when I'm trying to convey, I'm an actor. So I was able to, and we brought the lights down and he's drinking his milk and Lawson was asleep on the floor. And every once in a while, you're someone go woof. And I go, he's asleep too. And we'd read the book and the, yeah, I'm putting you to sleep. See, I'm that calm. That's how, what a calming influence I am. And Debbie carried him up and laid him down. Didn't make a sound. The kid slept over 12 hours. And I was like, cause, but here's the thing when you don't have, when, when you're an empty nester and you haven't had little kids in the house for a long time, we immediately went back to being parents and having a newborn in the house because both of us were up like during the night. Anytime we got up to go to the bathroom, we would go in and look just to make sure he was still breathing. Then we go back to sleep and we like all night we were up kind of checking and he sleeps in uh, like a yoga position, almost like <laughs> so, the downward dog. He's I'm like, how is this comfortable? And he's kneeling down, but he's almost like, you know, like he's praying to Mecca. The child's pose. Is he's that like what it little, is? The child's like pose? Like a little frog. Oh, yeah. No, he's yes. like exactly child's pose. And he, you lay him down and he rolls right over and just gets into it. Yes. And I, I kept looking. And one time his head was at one end. And one time his head was at another end. And we'd cover him up and we'd come back in. And he was just there in his pajamas. And I was like, oh, my gosh. So, and you had said, well, he usually gets up at 7. So, at 7.15, I hear Debbie get out of bed. And I'm like, oh, it must be him. So I get out of bed. Well, it was Gidget howling like an idiot because she wanted to go outside. <laughs> I look in. Well, the first, so six o'clock, I get up to go to the bathroom because I'm an old man. And I see him sitting in his crib, just sitting, sitting up, not making a sound. And I'm like, is he summoning the devil? What's happening? <laughs> and I walk back into the bedroom and Debbie just gives me the, the sign, like, don't make a sound. I'm like, all right. So now then that's six o'clock. Get up at 7:15. I look in. Now he's sound asleep again. Back in his little child pose position. Then we go, I go downstairs. 
And Debbie's down there and we're like, everybody's being quiet. And we're yelling at Gidget to not make sound. Don't wake the baby. Don't wake the baby. And he keeps sleeping. And I'm like, they said he was going to get up around seven. He never sleeps. And now we we would keep going upstairs and looking, going, <laughs> he's still breathing. Or we'd hear him, you know, we had the TV real low, the news, and we'd, we'd hear him and we're like, all right, we heard him turn over. He was, everything must be okay. And finally, at like 9.15 or 9.45, uh, I go upstairs and he's laying on his back with his eyes wide open, just laying there. And he sees us and immediately starts talking. He's pointing at the ceiling fan. He's pointing at a giraffe. Is that a horse? Horse? I go, giraffe. Horse? Ho giraffe? Horse? Yeah, it's a horse. Uh, and then... I swear he hadn't been up 30 seconds and he's like, woof, woof. And he's looking over the side of the crib, looking for the dogs. I'm like, oh, they're downstairs. The woof woof's downstairs. I, Debbie went, you want to get out? No. So he <laughs> stood there because he had a lot to talk about. Then we played a game with his teddy bear where uh, Nunu is his teddy bear and Nunu would fall out of the crib. And I'd go, oh, no, what happened to Nunu? And I'd pick him up and he'd laugh. I go, Nunu fell out. And then, oh, what do you know? Nunu would fall out again. I go, oh, no, what happened to Nunu? He fell out. And we, and so That's where he learned that because when he got back over the last week, I put him in bed the next night and I put him in and he stands up and throws Nunu on the ground and goes, oh, no. And then I put him, I'm like, yeah, yeah, here you go, bud. Oh, you dropped Nunu. Oh, no. And I give it to him and he just goes, who throws him out of the crib? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, now I know that's where he yes. learned it. Well, he was throwing it. He learned the, Oh no, from me, but he, he learned to throw it on his own. Okay. Um, and then finally he was done with his conversations in the, the game of Nunu and, uh, Debbie changed him and the diaper must've weighed 17 and a half pounds mm -hmm. of urine. That is, it was, I don't know what kind of diapers you buy, but man, they are absorbent. They are. And they hold an industrial strength amount of urine. Then he came down and. Uh, we made breakfast. Kid had a scrambled egg and a sausage patty and a little toast. And he loved it. He ate it. He was drinking his Wawa. And then we were playing. And again, he had played and he was playing with the dogs and everything. And then I know you guys don't let him watch TV. But he was starting to he was starting to get that where he was kind of chilling like he was going to fall asleep again. So we put on a jungle book the animated classic, the Disney classic. And I'm like, well, I know they don't let him watch TV, but it's Jungle Book and, he, and he'll relax. And he did. He sat on Debbie's lap and he he only got to watch maybe 20 minutes of Jungle Book before your wife got here. Yeah. But he was, he was hypnotized. And then we were making the uh, snake sound when uh, the cobra came. He, was like, he would do that. He'd laugh. <laughs> so yeah, it was great. He was uh, he could come anytime. We had a good time with him. Careful, I'm uh, I'm gonna bring him back. That's fine. That's not, he was not no, right? he was fun. And I had asked Molly if she wanted to come and uh, help because I didn't know if Debbie and I were you know too crowd too uh, broken down to do it. But she didn't want to because she had something to do. Wink, hmm. wink, nudge, nudge. But then she called in the middle. How's it going? <laughs> Going fine. Okay. Child is fine. We it's haven't we we haven't killed the child. 
she's a young a young adult probably presumably most of her friends don't have children of their own yet so no none she, of them do did she do a lot of like babysitting in high school does she have any kind of relationship with babies she did some babysitting in high school then one summer she babysat for a little bit for our nieces um but yeah so it was it was great and we needed to, it was an, actually a nice break from all the craziness but you were you went clubbing that night. Is that what I was led to believe? You went yeah, to, a, so you went I know, to I was, a club and dro- did some Molly. The only thing I did not do Molly. Uh, the oh, only okay. thing I was gonna say. Uh, no, 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 no. Are you mad that we let? Do, I, I had a feeling your wife might be upset that he watched a little bit of the Jungle Book. No, but no, then no. she said that he had she had sung him those songs when he was a baby. No, we, even a yeah, younger baby than he is. I actually have a really cute video of her singing Bare Necessities while playing ukulele when he was like. <laughs> three months old and he's just sitting there on the couch and he's just like staring and then like i point the camera over to him and she starts singing and he just like has this big smile it's like so cute um but anyway no the only thing i felt bad about is that like it sounds like he didn't really get to see him very much i mean we had a good we had a good time with him uh after you guys left for about he went to bed about it was 8 17 so 17 minutes after you said his uh, normal bedtime oh yeah uh, and then, but he was, you know, I could tell he was kind of getting a little bit of a cold in the morning. He was a little snotty, a little he, stuffy. And we didn't have one of those, uh, turkey baster jobs that you use with an infant to suck the snot out of their head. I used to love that when Molly was a baby, you put it up there and it would just fill up with the snot because they can't blow their nose. It's gross. Yeah, we have one. He hates, he hates it. Oh, they it's all hate it. it. Sure they do. Cause things are getting sucked out of their heads. Yeah. No, I hate, I, I don't even. Um, but, uh, but no, right. Cause he was only, I mean, we left and he was probably awake for an hour and then he slept yeah. in the next day, which like, like I told you, I'm like, you could set your clock by him. He's yeah, you did seven fifteen and seven thirty. So of course you're probably thinking like, it's like eight thirty rolls around. You're like, Oh my God. So, yeah. uh, but yeah, yeah, it was like quarter to, it was like quarter to nine when he got up. That's not, yeah. Quarter so there's like an hour and a half before my wife shows up. So, I mean, you know, that's. It's like, well, they wanted to play with the kid. He didn't get a lot of that. Uh, no, but- we did. He was he he had a good time, and he liked he loves the dogs, and the dogs get along well with him. You know, even Gidget, who is antisocial, when she would come into the room, she'd stand there and let him come up and pet her, and then she'd you know she doesn't hang around much anyway, so she'd come in, he'd pet her, she'd she'd look at him for a few minutes, then she'd go on her way. And Lawson just lays there and lets him come over. And he's really good with dogs. I mean, really, really good with knowing to be gentle and putting his hand. And he's he's really good. And I think they sense that, too. And our dogs are chill anyway. Yeah. So Your dogs are so chill. Like, you know. so chill. Um, yeah. He, now, I don't he, know if Walter, if Walter was here, it might be a different story. <laughs> Molly claims Walter's good with kids. I haven't seen it. He's only one and a half, so like my son. I mean, so it's remarkable that he he lo- yeah he loves animals though. But, yeah, uh, and he does a great job. But yeah, well, uh, yeah, I might take you. I might talk take you up. Uh, so actually, what's what's with the clubbing? What yeah. did you do? All right, so about that, I'll talk yeah. to you after the show. It might be a, it might be another babysitting opportunity in your near future. Oh boy, uh, because uh, we don't really have any other friends. Uh, so, um, <laughs> so, who you trust with the life of your child? Yeah, definitely. No, we we've done. We did a trial run with one of my. What about Ice Bag John? That's exactly that's exactly who we did a trial run with, <laughs> and uh, I don't know that he'll be doing a lot more babysitting in the future. Uh, it's fine. Uh, but so the reason that we brought him was because 
you know, we didn't really have any, uh, a lot of plans for the weekend, but then like Monday or Tuesday, we get a text from a friend of ours. Uh, there's a, there's a couple, uh, a friend of mine that I actually know through Icebag, John, I've known him since uh, I moved to Chicago. So I've known him like 15 years now. Wow, that's a long time. So I've known like is. 15 years. And um, he uh, he started uh, seeing this broad during the pandemic. And, wow, that seems harsh. Yeah. Uh, is it? Seeing this broad? It's old-fashioned. Okay. Is Sinatra harsh or is he charming and old-fashioned? Well, no, I don't think anybody thinks that stuff's charming anymore. But that's all right. Listen, right, you're well, a guy who doesn't read your parking tickets. Why well, would we expect I mean, anything less? Okay, there we go. Okay, so uh, anyway, we got a text. Uh, anyway, um, during the in January, they decided to elope. Uh, oh wow! And they actually couldn't get a courthouse. I mean, yeah, they're, they told their families, and they're going to apparently do like a real wedding in like a year or two. Okay. They're just like, oh, it just felt like it. So uh, they did a courthouse deal. So just got married. Anyway, it's her thirtieth birthday. Was this weekend? Um, yes. So turning 30 like that's still pretty young and hip and sure that's still the age where you can go out to nightclubs in river north and really? party there are uh, nightclubs in river north who knew anymore yeah i know right and buy like a bottle of tequila for you and your friends and a couple bottles of champagne and just hang out and drink so okay so yeah i went clubbing in river north wow at my age that's kind of weird. Now, I uh, mm -hmm. back when I was young, there were a lot of clubs in River North. That was like the beginning of River North. So now I don't even where what like where where are the clubs? What streets? This was on LaSalle and like a couple blocks south of Huron, like around the corner from Rock and Roll McDonald's, basically. Okay. Um, the name of the place it is Disco. Really? It's called disco, even though they weren't playing disco music. Okay. Um, it was fine. Uh, I mean, it was fun to see my friends, but like it was oh, sure. one of those, those places you walk in and you're like, okay, uh, this is everything I don't miss about my 20s. Uh, there, you have to scream to talk to anybody. Sure. Um, there's nowhere to move. Everyone's just bumping into each other. Oh, my God. Uh, to get to the bar was a battle. Like It was just like a bloodbath to even get to the bar. And then once you do, you know, you pay like $12 for like a vodka Red Bull. Uh, so, you know, there's a lot of really attractive people. Sure. That was cool. Uh, you know, it's fun to see young, hip, attractive people. You're like, oh, were I there young. ugly people there? Were there ugly people there? Yeah. Were there ugly people? Yeah, there's some ugly people there, too. Okay, that's good. You need a mix. You need to throw a couple of ugly people in for comparison's sake. Yeah, a uh, uh, good male-female split until like 10, 30, or 11, and then like 80% dudes. Really? Very weird. Yeah. Was it a LGBTQ bar? No, it was, as far as I know, just a straight-up regular club okay. bar. I don't know. Whatever. So anyway, uh, you at know, that point, bars always bars always had a predominant. A lot of bars have more guys because they're always looking for the ladies. Yeah, this was a little out of control though. Like it was sausage the point where, fest. You yeah, sausage I, fest? I was just like, this is sausage fest. This this place is dead. This place is dead anyway. So we. Uh, wow, we, that's what I want to hear, Cody. This place is dead. Let's go somewhere else. Swingers, uh, this place is dead anyway. So uh, yeah, we 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 bailed up. We got home pretty late, and uh, I don't know, probably like a home like twelve thirty to one. I would say. Well, that's um, not bad. Yeah, it was not too bad. And then uh, crashed. We were all and... asleep here. 
Yeah. Oh, the baby, the dogs, everybody well, was asleep. Well, I was asleep when my wife got the kid because she actually taught a yoga class the next morning virtually <laughs> at like 8 a.m. And then afterwards, I guess she just just like, ah, Cody probably needs some sleep. And she just like left. So I woke yeah, up. I was and surprised I, not to see you come and collect your son. I was surprised to wake up and not have anyone home. I was like, where's my, <laughs> where's my wife? Did you just walk around naked, drinking a cup of coffee? But I am the king of the world. That's weird. I don't do that. All right. I do. <laughs> the Rick helicopter here? spin from the yeah, uh, just woo woo uh, no, woo no uh so yeah Put but on we a went boa strut we, around we, the clubbing was fine but that was the start of a big weekend because then another friend had her 32nd birthday at medieval times that i know people go there i know people enjoy it i have zero desire to ever go to medieval times wait have you ever been no oh brian no why would i go no i don't want to go see uh people joust and eat chicken with my fingers and you, you do know, i have no no i don't dragon what about dragon you eat dragon with your fingers oh it's not chicken it's no, dragon it's rose, rose dragon rose dragon really mm -hmm. okay fine because i'm seven that's great <laughs> gotta see the the white knight and the black knight and the queen of uh the queen of gromitville or whatever mm -hmm. whatever's going on there Mm -hmm. Queen of they Love. Or, dude, look, there were some, there were people there celebrating their 20 and 30th anniversary. Uh, there's really? somebody with, doing their 40th birthday there. Oh, yeah. No, it's, it's hip. No, she, she, did you she wait? Got, did you just say it's hip? Yeah, it's hip. Wow. I'm going to, all right, go ahead. No, she, well, you probably know you're the guy who's out clubbing all night at disco. I am. She, she got a party bus in Avondale and had it drive 25 of her friends out to medieval times. Oh my God. So she does some big birthdays. So we just met her because we're like 15 minutes away. And we brought our son because, like, I, I wasn't going to get a babysitter so my, for my son so we could go to Medieval Times. No, like, you got to take a kid to Medieval Times, don't you? It's his second time. Really? We brought him to another birthday there like eight months ago. Oh my goodness. All right. Yeah. There's a, there, so we're, we're increasing the likelihood that his first memory is of Medieval Times. Oh God. It's a little terrifying. Uh, so, uh, we wow. brought him up to that and then she went home and I, I went downtown back with the party bus to party for a couple hours. Then I got a ride <laughs> home. Uh, cause, uh, <laughs> she and the baby were tired. She went to, they both went home and went to bed. I was like, well, yeah, that's it. cause your wife had been out clubbing all night that she taught a yoga class that she had to schlep over here to pick up your son. Cause you were sleeping then yeah. wandering around your house nude. Big day. I mean, big weekend though for my son between you and medieval times. I'm not sure which one is more larger than life. I was going to say, I wonder which one he enjoyed more because let me tell you this, I, this might tip it in our favor while we're playing in the living room, Saturday morning, fire truck and ambulance pull up across the street. That's right. I didn't even have to order them. I just had to go poison the neighbor. So yeah, it was, that turned out terrific. Did he, so, did oh, he... truck, 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 bus, 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 <laughs> bus, car, bus. And then he'd see the cars just parked on the street. Car, car, you know it. It's a car. Horse, no, giraffe. Horse, yeah, horse. Okay. Um, yeah. So he's, uh, so I, I think, listen, we gave him real world experience. Yeah. Plus we made snake sounds with him. Uh, he played with woof woofs and balls. So, you know, and it made him scrambled eggs. He loved it. Did you, did, did, did your daughter repeat the same word over and over? Was there a phase like that? I was trying to remember. Uh, she had a thing when she was old enough to talk, when she was real little, 
and she would try on new clothes, she would always say, so, so stylish. So, so stylish. And so we always, oh, when she'd put something on, even now, every once in a while, she goes, oh, look, I got this car. Oh, so, so stylish. But I don't remember her. I'll have to ask Debbie. I don't remember if she said, uh, now my ne- my Debbie's nephew, so my nephew by marriage, I guess my nephew too, for a long time, every car was Nana's car. In Nana's car? In Nana's car? Nana's car? He's like 42, I still say. Nana's car? Every time I see him, because I'm a jerk. But I don't remember if Molly had one or two. She probably did. Yeah. I just don't remember. I just thought it was, I think I thought it was so funny. Everything with four wheels is either a car or a bus. And every animal is a horse. I think he did identify a pig in one of the stories. Ooh, too. all right. I don't, I don't, I don't, I can't be sure. I don't want to give you false hope that he's, you know, like a genius. He's a very nice kid. He seems very intelligent, but I don't want to, you know, I don't want to put extra pressure on him. It's not I, good. I know the first word he's going to say when I, when I get him out of his bed tomorrow is going to be, oh, bus. So, bus? uh, he, uh, Without- he loves ceiling fans. Your wife told us that too. And I, I was like, sure he does. Oh man, he loved it. Oh, he loved the ceiling fan. Fascinating. Well, without consulting me first, uh, my wife excitedly comes up to me near the end of my work day and says, Hey, come look at the the nursery. I'm like, okay, why? And I go in and we have one of those, you know, three-step, three-stage crib converts into bed converts into bed without a rail kind of situations yeah 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 she converted it into a bed like that he can get out of oh no i didn't know this was i didn't know this was in the cards for tonight but apparently tonight on a tuesday uh in the middle of the week we are test running my kid being able to get out of bed now you don't have step that bed doesn't have sides on it like rails it has uh it has a head rail. It has the three sides from the normal crib, but then instead of the fourth one, it's lowered and it has a rail about halfway across. Okay. About eight inches high. So he won't roll out of it. He that's, can yeah, that's what I'm it, talking about. Yeah. But he can get out of it on the on the, oh, near the foot of the bed. Yeah. Wow. Surprise. Yeah. yeah um, we can't lock his door. Uh, and because no, it's, you a, it's a sliding door. Right. And, well, also, you don't want to lock a kid in his room. Right. But, I mean, it's a sliding door. Uh, sure. So he can just do kind of whatever. And he can now open all the doors on the second floor. Do you have a gate at the top of those stairs? We have a gate at the top of the stairs. He cannot okay. get over the gate, for sure. That is. But the, can he wander into the bathroom and drown in the toilet? He cannot wander into the bath. Well, I don't think that would be. I don't think he would do he'd, be a weird thing to do you never you never think they're gonna do it that's that's the thing you never think they're gonna do the dumbest thing Mm. but they're kids so of course they always do the dumbest thing they can't help it they're kids they don't know that it's the dumbest thing they just think oh look a pool you saw what he did with the dog water he liked to play patty cake with the dog water your toilet's (laughs) just a big dog bowl he's not really into the toilet he's never go he's not i don't know i I don't think he's that's physically possible for him to drown it. Like you'd have to open the lid and then doesn't make any sense. He's I, not going to listen. That. I know he's not. I'm just saying, <laughs> can he wander in? If he can, hey, listen, I'm the guy who was up all night checking on him, making sure he was True. still breathing True. irrationally, <laughs> irrationally thinking that he was going to, you know, just stop breathing tonight. We'll close all the doors except for our bedroom door. And he always goes straight to our bedroom when he's looking for either of us. Ah. 
so okay. I'm not too worried about it. Uh, but yeah, yeah, Roger, sliding door, ouch. There, I, there is room, I looked at the door frame to put a gate in front of the sliding door. It would still actually fit between Ooh. the thing. So I could get a third gate. I already have a gate at the bottom and at the top. So that's we're just going to be gates are us. It's going to be great. Anyway, that's a fun right. update. I'll let you know how that goes next week. Yeah, please do. That sounds, um, wow. It seems like odd timing to do, like you say, in the middle of the week. I, uh, that's, yeah. Well, holy yeah, cow. Nah, yeah, but yeah. Mark, I would I not, mean, I would not sleep a, a, a wink. Wow. I kind of well, remember, I remember when we, when Molly left, had he been trying to leave the crib? Had this been a thing? Once he, uh, successfully left the pack and play at my parents' house. That's the only time he's never going to say he slept in that at our house and it's almost time. He's almost, yeah, he's almost done with that pack and play. Yeah. But then we used to get, and this is old school when Molly, I think cause we got Molly just at first a regular twin bed, but we bought those sides. You used to be able to buy those slides that the, it was, you know, about, I don't know, like you say, eight, eight, ten inches. Mm -hmm. And they'd had two prongs that you slid under the mattress, and then the kid couldn't just roll out of bed. They could get out of bed. <laughs> Sounds like that's what he has too. Yeah. I mean, it's six inches from the ground. If he rolls off and right. bumps his head, it's like whatever. <laughs> Your Honor, I submitted to evidence. <laughs> if he rolls off his head, he said, whatever. Wait a Got a hard head. It's a carpet. Uh, I mean, come on. Wait, who hasn't really. fallen out of their bed? Yeah, really. So my parents push me out of my bed all the time. <laughs> no, I think it'll be, uh, well, I think he'll be fine. Well, that's my adventure, but you, but your adventure with him was a respite from your week. Yeah, it was. Oh, Jesus. so this is why we weren't here last week. And we won't, I, I won't uh, dwell on this because we do have to, I have a, I have a very important showbiz email to send after this. Oh, very important showbiz email. Um, but the, so, all right, I've, I've regaled you with many tales of my adventures with my mother. Um, so she's been gallivanting all winter. She spent a month in Florida with my youngest brother and, and sister-in-law, and then at her sister's house. Then she came home, and she was home for about, she was home like three days, and she went to Minnesota for my niece's 18th birthday. So she came home, and... I hadn't talked to her that week, and so I called and I said, "Hey, how about uh, Debbie, Molly, and I come out last Sunday? We'll take you out to dinner. We'll hang out for a little bit. We can hear all the stories about your trips." Oh, okay, that'd be great. So it's all set. Sunday morning, I I text her and I say, "We'll be there about three o'clock." She texts back, "Oh, I was just going to call you. I'm not feeling good. Uh, I'm not going to be able to go. I've, I've been feeling bad for a couple of days." And I'm like, "Well, I just talked to you on Thursday." Snow Sunday. All right. So I call and she sounds like death warmed over. She just sounds horrible. So uh, no energy. She's coughing. And I'm like, what's going on? Well, you know, I haven't been feeling good lately and I've got uh, pain and this and that. And I'm like, okay. Um, she goes, I've been coughing and it's just, and my chest hurts. Do you want to maybe, and you can't tell her what to do. Like I can't, every time I try to tell my mom what to do, she says, I remind her of my grandfather. And so she immediately dismisses everything that I tell her. Everything. Doesn't matter. I could say, hey, you know, you should probably put that fire out on the stove. Don't tell me what to do. Okay, fine. Uh, let the house burn down, whatever. Um, so I say, well, I don't want to tell you what to do because she says, well, I'm going to call my doctor tomorrow and see if they can get me in. I was like, well, 
maybe if they can't get you in, you might want to consider. And I have to talk in such circuitous terms. Maybe you might want to think about if you're in the mood to go to an urgent care because they might be able to, to find something. Well, I, I wouldn't do that. Why was that? I go, oh, okay. Well, you know, you have insurance. Well, I, okay. I said, all right, Ma, you know what? Why don't you call me and let me know? Because uh, I'm off tomorrow. It's uh, Casimir Pulaski Day. I was so excited to have a day off. Mm-hmm. I get so, I'm, I'm worse than the kids when I have a day off. I'm so excited. So I say, call me. Let me know if you're either going to the doctor or you go to the urgent care or if you need anything. So the day goes by. I don't hear from her. It's four o'clock. Now I'm about to go on. I have a Zoom meeting at four o'clock. Literally, and I don't use this word incorrectly. I had already put the Zoom meeting address in my browser bar. I was just about to click to enter the Zoom meeting. My phone rings and I see it's my mom. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna just I'm just gonna let it go. And I said, no, I'll answer it and tell her that I'll call her back in an hour because I have to go to a meeting. I answer the phone. <laughs> And she's like, Brian, I'm at the urgent care. They're taking me to the hospital. I'm like, what? She goes, uh, well, they I came in and it's a long walk and I was out of breath and they brought me back. And then the nurse gets on and she tells me my mom walked in. She was out of breath. They took her right back, did an EKG. Her heart rhythm is all screwy. Uh, so they're putting her in the ambulance and taking her to the hospital. I'm like, okay. My mom goes, if you can't come it's okay. I'll get somebody. I said, I'm leaving the house in a couple minutes. I'll be right. Well, don't, if you can't, if you're busy, don't come. I'll find somebody. I'll call your aunt. I said, Ma, I said, I'm coming. Well, and then on her third well, the nurse goes, I heard him say he's coming. Let's go. <laughs> so, so long story short, we get, I get there to the emergency room. The emergency room is always uh, a nightmare. This emergency room, first of all, we were at Payless Hospital, which is a great hospital. Everybody there, I will say up front, very nice, very helpful, did a great job. But, oh, my God, the emergency room was packed, like stacked up. People were people were in the hallway on gurneys. There were people everywhere. And so finally, after about five hours, they've run some tests. They're going to bring my mom. They're going to admit her. So I got there at 5.15. At 10.15, we're going up to the room. And... I say to the nurse who's going up to the room with us, I go, is it always this busy? He said, on Mondays it is. I'm like, Mondays? He goes, yeah, nobody wants to pretend they're sick on the weekend, so they all wait and they come on Monday. I'm like, oh, I guess that makes sense. So she's admitted, and I decided, which is uh, something I think everybody should do. If you're in the hospital, you should have somebody there when the doctors come because you're – you're not in your right frame of mind. And it doesn't matter if you're 85, like my mom's going to be on St. Patrick's day or you're my age or you're your age, because the doctor will tell you something and you'll hear a word that triggers something and your mind goes everywhere else. So you need somebody there just to kind of be a detached person paying attention and taking notes. So I got there early Tuesday morning before the doctors and the whole thing was she had, uh, a, uh, Atrial fibrillation. So, Cody, I learned a lot about this. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not a doctor, but I will explain it like I am. Atrial fibrillation is the top two chambers of your heart. The electric pulses start messing up. So your heart rhythm is not regular. And they're telling her this, and I'm listening, and I'm getting the questions. And she's fixated on 
a stroke. She doesn't want to have a stroke. Who does though, really? If you're given the choice, stroke, no stroke, I go no stroke. Yeah. But some of her neighbors have died recently of strokes. She's terrified about a stroke. They had run a huge test downstairs the night before in the emergency room where they check for blood clots everywhere. No clots. It came back in the range where it was minimal, minimal risk of any blood clots. So the doctor's like, you're fine. Don't worry about it. But she kept worried about that. And I guess, okay, I get it. That's why somebody else is listening to the other things. So we're listening. Um, and the cardiologist is explaining, all right, here's the thing. We may, you know, if you want, there's this test where we kind of just, there's two different things. We could go down with a scope and we go halfway down. So we see the back of your heart and we just take a look. We make sure there's no blood clots in your heart. And if there's no blood clots in your heart, then we shock your heart and it should throw your rhythm back regular. And I'm sitting there and he's uh, and they're explaining there's so many people, so many people have AFib, you know, and it's very common as you get old, but people young, old, everybody has it. Some people never know they have it. Some people only find out they have it if they're in some sort of distress, like my mom was. You know, she was coughing, and because her heart wasn't pumping correctly, there was a buildup of fluid in her lungs. But they got that before it turned into anything worse, thank goodness. So they're all explaining it to her, and she's asking questions, and I'm listening, and I'm asking my questions. And then she goes, well, what do you think about this uh, shock thing? And I'm like, Ma, you, you got to make that decision. Because, of course, they lay out, which they have to, everything that could go wrong. Worst case scenario. It's... They they lay it out. And now to an 85-year-old woman who's already panicked that she's going to have a stroke and she's never had heart issues ever, uh, this is terrifying. And they make they make it seem like, listen, we're going to plug you in. We don't know. You could blow a fuse. Things could get crazy. Uh, might not work. Could do this. Could do that. Uh, you know, and she's like, but if there's a clot, they go, well, we look. There's no clots. Um, but yeah. Technically, if there was a clot in there and we shocked it, it could shoot the clot somewhere else. <laughs> it's like, like, oh, my God. So I'm not going to make this decision. And he's like, we could do it or, you know, we could just try the medication and see if we can get it going. She's like, no, she decides she'll do the shock treatment. So they take her down. I'm sitting there. They come back. Uh, well, she, she came through it fine. Everything's good. She'll be right up. The cardiologist goes, well, here's the deal. We shocked it the first time, and it only stayed in rhythm for 30 seconds. And I'm like, oh, that's not good. And then he shocked her again, and it stayed. Great. So she comes back Tuesday. Everything's fine. She's just resting. I leave. I come back Wednesday morning before the doctors get there. And the cardiologist's uh, physician's assistant comes in. Very nice woman. She's explaining everything to my mom. She goes, listen, this is great news. Your, uh, your heart rhythm has stayed since yesterday. So this is this is terrific, and here's what we here's what we're gonna do and blah blah blah, and um, she's like I'm gonna talk to the doctor now and we'll figure out a course of action. Fantastic. She wasn't out of the room for two minutes. The nurse comes in. Bad news. Your heart flipped back into AFib. <laughs> what? I said the cardiologist just left. She goes, Yeah, it's weird. She was in here talking to you when it flipped back. So now the nurse is in there. Now the cardiologist comes back in with the the. PA and the uh, the cardiologist are like, yeah, this is, you know, blah, blah, blah. So they switched the medicine. 
they, you know, switch the IV and all this, and they're explaining everything to it. And again, they were really clear and very good about explaining everything. And the cardiologist, it's all part of a group. You know, my mom sees this one guy and these were his partners and came in and he's like, listen, he's telling her all this stuff. And then he goes, when I was in school, my, my cardiology professor said that AFib is more a nuisance than a danger. He said, on medication, a lot of people live with it, no problem. So we won't worry. You just need to relax. Uh, she was telling me before he came in that while she was up in Minnesota, my brother, number two, uh, every afternoon enjoys a double espresso. He bought himself an espresso machine. He drinks coffee all morning. Then he makes himself a double espresso sometime in the afternoon. Well, she had been enjoying herself some double espressos as well. And as the cardiologist is talking to her, he goes, and, you know, you may want to, you don't have to give up anything, but maybe cut back on some of the coffee. Uh, you know, you don't need double espressos every day. And I'm like, I, my eyes like open like pie plates. I'm like, how does he know? And my mom's eyes open and she's like, Oh, so he leaves and she goes, you got to text your brother right now. I know he's getting me one of those Nespresso machines for my birthday and I can't have all, I can't have all those espressos anymore. Like, okay. Oh man. <laughs> so we ended up, they got everything regulated and Friday, Friday they had her on off the IVs and on her medication. And they they gave her the choice to stay Friday night to just make sure the new medications, she reacted to them well. And then, or she could go home Friday and she was like, no, I'm going to wait. I'll go home Saturday. So Saturday after uh, your son left, we went down and picked her up and took her home and so that's why we weren't here last week. And I was trying to, you know, I was trying to keep, I, I posted that we weren't going to do it because I was handling a, fa a family emergency and I was purposely vague. But then that was blown out by some people in the comments uh, who were related and knew the situation and then, you know, blew the story open. And so another aunt was getting a lot of calls from local people uh, worried about my mom, which was nice. But she's home. Everything's fine. Knock on wood. Um, you know, back to, back to her old, her old self. So. Yeah. And I don't use yeah. Facebook. So why did I texted Brian? I was like, Hey, you want to watch my baby this Friday? He's like, well, I'm at the emergency room, man. I'm <laughs> oh my God. Why? What's going on? And like, you know, it's one of those, like, I never like to pry or ask any kind of personal questions. Right. So I, I, I you know, keep it vague, like hope everything's fine. Like I'm never like, yeah. what happened? Like I never, right. I'll never directly ask. And you didn't tell me anything. You well, because yeah, I didn't know. I just then, I, it was my mom and yeah, you and know. it's it's fine. I I I you know, I'm like hope everything's okay, you know, or whatever. And it's like so so that was kind of my so I just kind of vaguely addressed it that way. But uh fortunately, yeah, everything was fine. And then I got yeah, the report for you Friday when I got to your place. So yeah. So everything's everything's good, and that's yeah. but that's why we weren't here, and that's uh, you know. But we have had, boy, we have had some adventures since we were last here. Yeah. We've had some adventures. Yeah. I am, uh, I think we, I can speak for everyone. We are all very curious to see what's going to happen between you and the city. Cody fights the city. Cody vs. Chicago. I sounds like uh, no matter what happens, I'm going to spend a lot of time on hold tomorrow. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be fun because I, especially because I have like I think I have a, one meeting every hour for work tomorrow. Oh, okay. I think I think all day. So, you know, I'll probably yeah, pick up when I'm trip. in 
on a call with somebody so uh i won't be able to so we'll see <laughs> yeah i don't know uh but whatever what can you do there are worse Nothing. fates but not that many worse fates not that um, many worse fates and hopefully you'll have a big show based announcement for us soon if this uh, big email goes no out. well this is this is for something else this is for uh i i, I will explain it if it all works yeah, out of course you know it's not unfortunately it's not for me i did book a I did book a show last night you know for april 9th in lockport illinois Ooh. which i'll be uh, teasing later wait when are your uh your dates that you're gone are we missing it are we missing a show in a couple weeks uh in two the, weeks i will not be here on the 29th yeah you'll the be gone, 29th right? i will be in new orleans mother yeah i'm going on spring break i'm gonna Good do time. wet t-shirt contests i'm gonna you know do all kind of stuff we had uh we started our saint pat a little saint patrick's day celebration saturday after we got my mom all settled we went to irish times in brookfield and uh and i forget i forgot that it was um the north side and south side parades were that weekend everything was going on it was crazy time and uh we we get there and the place is packed but as long as it took me to walk to the bar and get us a beer the hostess had said to debbie well we got a tiny little table like uh, one of those little round bistro kind of tables up in the other room she goes i could see you right now or else it might be a couple hours debbie's like take it so we got it we lucky. Wow, this is something's going on with me cody i had two guinnesses and i was like i was fine then i got home i sat in the chair i was asleep within 10 minutes Maybe I was I could have been still run down from uh my babysitting. Yeah, probably. Could have been tired. Cause I all the whole day I was identifying trucks and buses <laughs> and cars and horses and wolf woofs. There's a lot going on. <sighs> you doing anything for St. Patrick's Day? Uh no. 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 Me either. I'm well, I'm making a corned beef and I uh I bought some Guinness today. Oh, there you go. And I'm going to wear all green to school. Of course, to be, I'm going to be that teacher. Yeah. Who wears all green. You have to. I've got, you know, I've got a bunch of, uh, uh, I'm like, I'm finally meeting everyone on my team individually yes. this week. And a couple of them are Thursday. And then I've got like, there's like an all team meeting Thursday. Do I show up in green? I think I have to. I think in a green shirt. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I'm, a leprechaun costume would be correct, but I think mm -hmm. a green shirt is fitting. Okay. I can Derby. Do that. Maybe um, you're killed. Yeah. That's true. Uh, well, it doesn't really show my waist down, which is good because I never wear pants. Uh, your your house is decked up. Is you've got the deck the hall shamrocks today? Yeah, I did. I felt bad today. I realized I didn't put. We have some shamrock lights that I usually put in the windows, mm. and I haven't put them up. And I was like, well, I'm not going to put them up. Fair. Well, one, I can't do the one in the picture window because we've got plastic over it to keep the cold out. So I can't do that window. And then, um, oh, I have pictures. Marta, I have pictures of my my beard dyed green that I've posted uh, many times. I remember that. Pictures of, yeah, so I've done that. But, um, yeah, so I always remember there was one teacher in my grade school, Mrs. Murray, and she would dye her hair green on St. Patrick's Day. Nice. Now, I don't know why I still remember that, because it made an impression. So maybe I'm that goofy teacher. They already remember that I wear the clown suit on Halloween. How could they not? Because like I'm not afraid to. I'm not afraid to look like an idiot. That's that's the thing. It doesn't matter to me. So I've got green pants, a green sweatshirt. I've got some green Converse. 
and green socks. So I'll be ready to roll. I'll be green. I could do my hair green, but I'm not going to. Well, you know what tomorrow is? Tomorrow is uh, Wednesday. 316. Wow. You, me, and Stone Cold having some beers. Back when I cared about Facebook at all or social media, I would always change my profile picture, cover photo to Stone Cold Steve Austin, and then just make nonstop posts about how it was 316 <laughs> in all caps. Uh, yesterday was Pi Day. Forgot about that. It was that. Pi Day. I uh, I did not participate in any Pi Day puns. Yeah. Uh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't show pictures of me eating pie. I didn't make off-color jokes about how I enjoy pie. I none of those things. Yeah, I I'm not a, it. I'm not a science communicator anymore, so I didn't. I wasn't required to care. There you um, go. And, and so I didn't. you didn't. I like that. I like I that you did not care, even though <laughs> sometimes you are retired. Uh, are required to care but this is this is always a big week for me because 314 is pi day 316 is me screaming about stone cold 317 st patrick's day and then 319 is my friend brad's birthday oh uh, he's my favorite people and i might see him this weekend um long story short there's a roundabout drug deal happening uh but it's legal i have a hold friend, on what i have a friend in in some kind of drug related industry and i guess that they they made some created some test supply of gummies like you know see like thc edibles right yeah well apparently the badge came out tasting weird or it was some experiment and they just they had oh there's your green beard look Wait, at that no i don't know why it's popping like that i, I didn't want it to do that we're not going to do that anyway um, so you're so anyway long story short this this company works where they ended up with like twenty thousand tens of thousands of, of these gummies or whatever but they're just gonna like sell them to the employees because they're like well we can't really like distribute these or anything like that uh and uh the the price is low so uh since it's in illinois and it's all legal and on the up and up and it's all like kind of through the right channels or whatever i've got a i've uh uh i'm gonna ask him to maybe bring me a couple when i say the price is low i mean that like he's able to buy each of these 10 milligram gummies for about a quarter really uh yeah which means you could get uh you could get 200 gummies for 50 dollars if uh, wow. for those who don't buy weed, if you walk into an Illinois dispensary right now, you can get 10 gummies for $45. Okay. Uh, 10. So he can get for $5 more than that. He can get 200. Really? Uh, yeah. So this is a very, How many are you buying? Are you buying any to share? Well, I'm not really buying any. Cause that's, I don't know that it's necessarily legal. Is he giving you, is he giving you some, is he gifting you some? More? Yeah. I think I'm just going to partake with him. But uh, anyway, um, he may be around for that, which is pretty exciting. Uh, but while I, when I go to see him, I might also visit, uh, my buddy. So yeah, a lot going on this week. It's a big week, but it is yeah, a it's big funny week. about my friend. And I didn't even, he's in like, like this weird adjacent industry that I think he, they manufacture like the actual gummy part, the gum part more than the, I don't even know. It's, I have friends that work in mysterious industries, but, uh, I just thought it was funny that he, he could like, and they're not giving him like a limit necessarily. So he's like, I can buy like a wow. thousand if I wanted to. We're just like, nice. Yeah. And Mars is like, is our maximum amount one can possess at any single time? Maybe question mark. There's just, uh -huh. there's a, there's a limit to how much you can buy, but I don't know about possession limits. Um, either way, the thing is, since they're milligrams, like, right. You still need, 10 milligram edibles you still need a hundred of them to even have a gram so like you could actually get like 500 and then you have five grams of edibles and that's like 
five grams, right? Like if there is some yeah. like total limit, I would guess it's. Well, I'm sure if you were if you were rated, it they would try to, you know, if and you had like two, you know, those big jugs of like uh, cheese puffs. If you had a bunch of those just filled with gummies, they would probably do some sort of intent to distribute charge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But if you could prove that no, I eat like I eat gummies like fistfuls. Yeah. So I go through about five hundred a day. So this is about a week's worth personal no, that, consumption. I have, the, a, I have an issue. Yeah, that's the thing. There's no distributing going on like at all, unless it's like I want to taste this or whatever. But, you know, that's consenting adults of age that can legally do that in the state. So whatever. I don't know. It's all federally illegal. So it'll be some sting. They'll throw us in jail for buying $2 in gummies or something. Yeah, this is going to be exciting. Wow. Then so you're going to be going, be going to court too. for a lot of stuff. Yeah, a lot of stuff. This is going to Cody's legal battles. It's going to be like the Lenny Bruce trials. You're just going to come on here and read your transcripts. Mm. That'll be exciting. Be a good time. We'll be a good time. Yeah. What are you doing right, this weekend? Anything big? Anything? anything no, preview for next no, week? I got uh, what are you? I got a few trivia games. I got school. We're going out for my mom's birthday on uh, Saturday because everybody was working on Thursday except her. Um, so yeah, that's that's it. Nothing big, uh, nothing big yet. Who knows what announcements will come? What adventures we'll get into this week, though? Who so, I know right now I uh, I must draw this to a close because I'm my back teeth are floating. But uh, do you have anything you need to plug? Nope. No, me. I don't have any show. I have some upcoming shows that we will plug as they're uh, they're coming. It was nice. Oh, I will say it was nice to see some people came out to the Kenosha show. Nice. which that was a well with the it was crazy it was they were trying they were doing a first year of a comedy festival and they're learning and it went but the room i was the room across the hall was packed but because of a scheduling thing the room i was in had 13 people uh so it was but people came because people came who had listened to the to us on uh the old station so that was very nice to meet people and say hello and uh, so we'll, I'll keep plugging things as they come. More more shows to come, which is nice. Uh, again, we will watch the baby at any time. But have a great week, everybody. Thank you for watching. Thank you for spreading the word. Thank you for listening. Uh, like us. Follow us. Whatever else you do. Mm -hmm. Have a happy St. Patrick's Day, even if you're not Irish. But do me one favor. Don't drink green beer because green beer is not Irish. Green beer does not mean you're celebrating St. Patrick's Day. Green beer means you are a uh, slave to commercialism and mm. a sheep, and you're afraid to drink a real beer. So have a Guinness. Enjoy yourself. Slancha. Guinness. Please? Guinness. I hardly knew her. <laughs> Give us the bye. 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 <laughs>